What's up, Hyper Fascination? On this episode of the show, we are bringing you another live look at the 2023 Hyperfast Agent Summit that was held in October in Arlington, Virginia. And on today's episode, Jeff Fitzer is going to teach you how to dominate social media. Let's go. Thank you to uh, Casey. I now have nine minutes and counting for my talk. And she pretty much covered everything I cover, so thank you for having me. All right, so as Dan said, one thing I will correct him on, I am not a top producing loan officer. In fact, my partners joke that I can't even spell mortgage anymore because I've scaled way out of the business. I believe this, not because I've heard Gary Vee say it or because I've watched other people do it, it's because I'm doing it. I've scaled out of the mortgage business to the point that I've started a video business school, I've started a coaching platform, my media company is now producing more revenue than my mortgage revenue is, well, partially because the industry sucks. And as a result of my influence at the Lake of the Ozarks, I was approached to become a partner in a brokerage because I have real estate agents knocking on my door saying, if you ever start a brokerage, we'll join you. Uh, AKA, I'm creating opportunities because this is the reality. So everything that Casey said, first of all, that's bullshit. Timer says nine minutes and counting. I'm calling, I'm calling bullshit. I want it reset to, to nine hours. If you don't believe this, you're lying to yourself. Like this is the new reality. And as we go forward in, in, in the industry and in the economy, and we're about ready to have one of the biggest booms in the history of our industry with two generations of humans that haven't bought homes that find everything that they buy via social media, you either embrace it and accept it or start planning for retirement. And I'm not kidding. The reason why people like Casey are crushing is because she gets it. It's attention. It's all about attention. The person that owns attention will win. I'm about ready, and I was talking to a couple people in the back of the room about this, how when I, when I start this brokerage at, at, in this market, this is just think of it as a geographic area. That's what it is. And it was by accident, by the way. I didn't have this by design. When I started just creating content, I was just documenting my life down there, and then shit was going viral. And I was like, well, hell, I guess I might as well go in. My audience is asking for it. And then what I realized was opportunities just started knocking on my door. I already mentioned the brokerage. I get brand deals. I've never once aspired to have brand deals. I don't look at myself as an influence, but I got all these people that sell lake products. They're like, dude, here, take my product. Sell it for me. And then I was, I was just, it was just knocking, not knocking on my door and beating me in the head saying attention wins. And here's what's going to happen. This is, a, this is an area where it's pretty old school. Actually, most markets are if you look at how old the average agent is. I'm about ready to piss off a lot of people in the industry because A, I'm going to own more attention there. Oh, by the way, I don't even live there. That's my second home. And it's not going to be long when I'm going to start having sellers calling my phone, DMing me saying, you're going to get the most eyeballs on my property. I want you to sell it. Because guess what everybody loves, right? Everybody's home is the nicest home in their neighborhood. They think that, right? Everybody, now as we all are evolving into this social media world of TikTok and Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all these platforms, they want to see their home in lights, and I'm going to give it to them. 
And you need to start understanding how to give that to them and how to reach them and how to touch them. Now, Casey touched on all of this, so I don't need to go super deep on it, so I'm going to stay high level. But here's the facts, and this is last year because we don't have this year's data yet. We spend two and a half hours on social media every day. Now, if that doesn't just smack you right in the face and make you realize opportunity, and, and what are we doing? Billboards, newspaper ads, TV, radio, sending out flyers, grocery store carts. We're paying hundreds and thousands of dollars for a limited, narrow reach when we could be reaching our customers while they're sitting on the toilet. It's true. It's, it's just a fact. And we're all passing it by. You're passing it by. You just got to show up because your consumer is there. Two and a half hours a day. Two and a half hours a day. Ten years ago, you went home from work, you made dinner for your family, you sat down on the couch because you had this planned out, because you wanted to watch Seinfeld, and you wanted to watch this show, and you wanted to watch that show, and that was normal. Now, what do we do? We, we go home from work, we sit down on the couch, we turn on the television, and then we lay back down and get on our phones, and the television's background noise. That's the norm. And that's the opportunity that you all have right in front of you, and most of you aren't even taking advantage of it, other than Casey that I know for. 70% of U.S. adults are on social media. There are a few places, no, there is no place better reaching your consumer than social. Meet your clients where they're at. Think about that for a second. This is what you do. You call them. You text them, and this is what the text threads look like. No response. You email them, and they do what? Unsubscribe. God forbid you walk neighborhoods and knock on their doors. Now, I'm not knocking any of this stuff. It's all complimentary to social. But every single one of these strategies is not meeting your clients where they're at. You're invading their privacy. You're annoying them. They're choosing to get away from their families by locking themselves in the bathroom and they bring their phone in there because they need me time on social media. You're literally selling to them anywhere that they're on social rather than bugging them. Because here's the reality. This is what Casey does a really good job of. Think about it. Every time if you've ever posted anything on social media, specifically a video, when you post it and it gets a few views, it gets a few likes, it gets a few comments, you become obsessed with said post. And every 5, 10, 30 hour, you're checking your phone, you're checking your phone, you're checking your phone. Hey, my wife does this. Hey, honey, it's up to 1,000 views. Honey, it's up to 5,000. Honey, it's up to 10,000. And it doesn't even matter. Like, she's not even selling anything. But you know what? It's the feel good. It makes her feel good. It's a feel good hormone. So think about this. When you think about it from a dopamine perspective, you guys know what's happening next year? We're in freaking DC. And guess what's about ready to happen? We're gonna be the we're gonna get annoyed like no end with advertising from politicians. And you're all shaking your head. Hey, guess what? You guys do that 24-7, 365 every year. So nobody in this room can be annoyed with politicians because you're all guilty of it. This is what you do. Your social media looks like this. Sold, just listed, open house, Monday market update. And every time you open up social media, what do you see? Sold, open house, hey, rates are 8%. This is why you should buy, not rent. I just was on Instagram last night scrolling. That's all I see. 
Why? Because the algorithm understands that I'm in real estate. The algorithms understand that you're in real estate. Your consumers aren't seeing that. So unless you're a recruiter, then it matters to you. If you're not a recruiter and your end goal is a consumer, understand that there is a science and a psychology behind social that if you don't practice it, it will not work. So for those of you, if I open up your Instagram and your feed looks like this and you have zero engagement, it's because your consumer doesn't give a shit. They want French bulldogs and golf and cooking and dancing and all that's kids and grandkids and travel. That's what they want. Give them what they want. Casey talked about this, her A to Z strategy. You should all be doing this. I just talked about dopamine. You are obsessed with your own post. It's not because you're vain. It's just hitting that hormone. It feels good. If it feels good to you, how do you think it feels to your consumer? Don't miss their post. Do exactly what Casey said, A to Z. You should be stalking your consumers, your potential lead sources, people that could send you business, your past customers, your friends, your family, your SOI. Every single day, that's prospecting. But you know what most of you do? You open up TikTok with, or Instagram or Facebook with every intent of doing this, and you're like, oh, puppy dog. And then you start scrolling, and then you're like, shit, an hour went by, I haven't prospected yet. And you go back to doing the traditional things. You've gotta be intentional with this. Casey said this differently, I'm gonna give it to you a different way, and I think the bigger point is, is there's no wrong way to do it. She said, post before you go engage. I say, engage before you post. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Let me tell you the science behind it. When you go to engage with your customer, somebody that you want to see your post, what happens? They see that you engage. They probably like it. They might comment back. The algorithm says, oh, they must like each other. So then when you post, what happens? Your post shows up on their feed. But if you don't spark the algorithm, that won't happen. So do exactly what Casey said, and do it either which way. Do it my way, do it her way, it doesn't matter. The point is, if you're not using social to prospect with your consumer, your stuff probably is not getting seen other than by everyone else in this room. Is this your target customer? Are you guys getting business from each other? By and large, no, is the answer. Facebook as a CRM. I think, Casey, you talked about this too. Think about what a CRM is. Close transaction or meet new customer, dump them into a service, and then email or text your client, and you didn't ask permission, nor are you sending them that's really anything relevant to their life. 10 tips to get your house ready to sell in the spring. Rates have dropped. Maybe you should consider refinancing. Hey, you should sell your house. And your consumer is thinking, I just bought six months ago. That's why they unsubscribe. A Facebook group, on the other hand, is meeting your client where they want to be met. Because here's a statistic. 75% of social media users say the most important group in their life, say that again, the most important group in their life is online. And I know what some of you are thinking, wow, that's really effed up. And it is, but it's reality. And it's not changing. COVID exaggerated it, but it was going that way anyway. You have the ability to be the aggregator and the leader of the place that is the most important thing to them in their life. So build a Facebook group around all of your past customers, friends, and family, 
and then post content that is relevant to the area in which you do business. That's what matters to them. They don't care about your Monday market update. They don't care about your last listing. They don't care about you just closed another transaction. They don't care that you just got another property under contract. They don't care. But they do care about the next, where the trunk or treat is. They do care about maybe where the food pantry is they can donate. They do care about where they can have take, take pictures with Santa. They do care about your advice on the best parks to go hiking. Thought you were about ready to come over here and give me a time limit. I was going to say what the. Lastly, before I uh, bring up Carl, optimize your bio. Uh, Casey didn't mention this. Casey did mention what happens when somebody sees your post. What happens is, let's use Instagram as an example. They click on your little bubble and they go to your profile. If they go to your profile and it has nothing, guess what they're not going to do? Follow you. Guess what they're not going to do if it just has a bunch of text? They're not going to follow. Guess what they're not going to do when it says, I'm a real estate agent, I sell real estate, $5 million seller, blah, 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 blah. They're not going to follow. Why? Because they're going to be like, why would I want to be spammed? I'm on social because it's social media. It's not real estate media. It's not business media. So give them what they, what they came there for. Bullet point who you are. Optimize your bio. Bullet point who you are. What identifies you as a human, also what they can expect if they follow you. And remember, 99.9999999% of consumers are not choosing to follow us because we're real estate agents. In fact, if anything, they're choosing not to follow us because we're real estate agents, because they're annoyed with us. They're choosing to follow us because they have something in common with us. They're choosing to follow us because they have a French bulldog like I have a French bulldog. They're choosing to follow me because I play golf. They're choosing to follow me because I'm a bird nerd. That's why they're choosing to follow you. So give them what they want. Yes, tell them you're a real estate agent. Yes, you still need to post real estate. Casey said two out of five, I think is what she said. I'd say one out of five. There's no right, perfect equation. And by the way, people like Casey have earned the right to post three out of five. Most of you haven't earned that right yet, and that's why social doesn't work for you, because you go for social and all you do is post about real estate. You've got to earn their trust first. You've got to earn their follow first. Then you go for the sell. Then you go for the kill. Like Dan said, if you go look at my uh, TikTok, you can look it up by my name. You can look it up by Lake of the Ozarks Lifestyle. You're going to go there and be like, well, dude, you don't ever talk about real estate. How are you opening up a real estate company? You don't have to sell it. I do put real estate listings. I have yet to say I sell real estate other than in my bio. It says a media company that sells real estate. Believe me, I'm going to start selling. But I'm giving and I'm giving and I'm giving and my audience is growing every single day. And this, by the way, these are good followers. These aren't followers in India. These are followers in this area that look at me as their entertainer, look at me as their source of news. They look at me, the person that's going to tell them when the events are coming. They look at me as somebody who's going to give an opinion. That's what they want. Give it to them. Lastly, you've got a guy in the room who is a, a, a top producing loan officer, unlike myself who has and is giving you an opportunity to create content. This is one of the things that we're doing right now with our clients, and I'm gonna let Carl talk more about this. 
So we, I do coaching and I do actual brand management and we do video editing and all the things. What I'm finding with a lot of my clients is they struggle with, with creativity on coming up with content. So what we're doing is I'm jumping on a Zoom with them. I'm asking them questions for 10 or 15 minutes. We're taking that 10 or 15 minute video. I'm sending it off to my editor who then chops it up. Or I'm sending it to AI and letting AI chop it up into short form video. Now. I can take one 10 or 15 minute video, I got a long form for YouTube, and then I'm chopping it up into about three to five short forms for Instagram, TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Facebook Reels, all of the above. And this guy's gonna help you do it. Carl, come up here and tell him about it. Hello, Arlington. When I first got in the business, my first year in the business, I, I worked at a small family owned mortgage company and I, I was working a really tough loan. So I went to the owner of the company to get advice on how to move forward and how to get the deal to the finish line. When I asked him for advice, I didn't, I didn't really like the advice that I got from him. It, I told him, Dave, hey, this makes me really uncomfortable. And he's, he said, that's great. That's great that you're uncomfortable because that means you're gonna grow. And in the moment, I, I wanted to like punch him in the face. I was super steamed because that's not, that's not the reaction that I expected. But here seven years later, that interaction sticks with me because he was completely right. And I bring that up because that's one of the most common responses when it comes to doing video. A lot of people say, oh, I'm uncomfortable on camera. I'm uncomfortable doing it. Well, the reason you're uncomfortable is because you haven't gotten enough reps yet. You haven't done it enough. So embrace being uncomfortable. Get excited about being uncomfortable because that means that you're getting out of, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're doing something different. And you know what? If you're uncomfortable, chances are that 90% of everybody else is also uncomfortable. So it's going to help you differentiate yourself, put yourself out there and make more opportunities for you and your business. Now, I think a lot of people overcomplicate it. You don't need to do it by yourself. So, you know, get somebody else that's, you know, business partner, somebody else in the industry that you can do this with and just time block like everybody was talking about. When I do video with agents, most of it's just a 15 to 20 minute time block where we just film a continuous video that ends up being a YouTube video, but then you take that same video, because guess what? A lot of your audience is not going to find that on YouTube. A lot of your audience is probably on Instagram or TikTok. So you're probably gonna have three or four golden nuggets that you can snip out of that video that's 30 to 60 seconds, and then that's your short form. So don't, don't do them separately, don't make more work for yourself, do them at the same time. And you don't even need a videographer to do this stuff. You, you can just do it with a tripod with your cell phone. So I'm happy to help anybody by teaming up with you and doing this stuff, helping you, you know, figure out how to edit the videos and just put yourself in the best opportunity to, to be able to streamline this process, not eat up a bunch of your time. So that way you can use your time out prospecting, doing other money-making activities and you know, if you're not all bought in on doing it, which most people in the beginning aren't, it took a whole year of working with Jeff for me to buy in on sending video emails to my clients. Every time somebody gets pre-approved, 
on my team, me or one of my loan officers sends out a video to the client. And it's only like 60 seconds long. The first six months of doing it, I was not comfortable. I was uncomfortable. I didn't get any good feedback right away. But later on, I had many clients tell me, hey, you know, I got pre-approved by three other lenders and I chose to go with you because you're the only one who sent me a video and it made me feel valued. So your competition's probably not doing that. It's a great way to differentiate yourself. And then also, back to what Freddie was talking about earlier, when you're following up with your prospects, how many agents do you think are sending a video text message to their client? If you can't get somebody back on the phone, you send them a video text message, all of a sudden, that may be somebody that's re-engaged. I think Casey told me a story about somebody that explicitly hired her because of a video text message. So that's something that you can do that's gonna help you convert more business. And back to the beginning of that, if you're not all bought in on it, one of my favorite quotes is, bring the feet and the mind will follow. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. You didn't have to leave the stage. I, I will end it with, by, with what Carl said there. The reality is, is that, and there's a statistic, uh, out of 100% of, of just humans, right? Social media users, 90% are lurkers, 9% are light engagers, that leaves 1% are creators. The reality is, and what Carl just said, is this is going to be super uncomfortable. But you're competition is equally uncomfortable. So it's the one who's willing to get the least uncomfortable. And that's why, that's why this goes back to authenticity. Because if you try to get on camera and talk about your business, it's double uncomfortable. But if you try to get on camera to talk about gardening, because you do it every day, every single month, every single year, it becomes very easy. And now all of a sudden you're going to find yourself connecting with people. The reason why Casey's winning is because people feel like they know her. I feel like I know her a hell of a lot better than I really do. And it's purely a social media relationship. And that's what you all need to start doing. I, I have an email newsletter. All I do, I don't sell shit. All I'll do is give you my three most value-based posts from the previous week because I post a lot and you're probably going to miss stuff. So if you want to get on my email newsletter, feel free to do it. I send one email a week with three posts and one uh, social media tip. Uh, join it if you'd like. Otherwise, I'm easy to find, just like Casey said. If you send me a DM, if you tag me in a post, I promise you, I will respond. I will show you love because I want to support more of you doing more of this uh, because I don't just believe in it because somebody told me to. I believe in it because it's changed my life. And I hope some of you will apply this stuff and, and have it change your life as well. So thank you guys for having me. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Hyperfast Agent Show and getting a live look into one of our events. We put these events on multiple times a year. We also do weekly coaching calls uh, through our Hyperfast Agent program, as well as for the agents who join us at EXP Realty. And if you're thinking about making a move to a brokerage that will allow you to keep more of your commission, become an owner in the company, and build residual income, Carrie and I would love to be your business partners. We will coach you. We will guide you. We will help you scale your real estate team. We'll help you build your revenue share organization uh, because we are truly partners with you when you join us at EXP Realty. And that's why we've become one of the fastest growing groups ever in the history of EXP. If you want to learn more about partnering with us, you can just pick up your phone, your cell phone, 
send me a text message, 703-638-4393. Yes, it is me that will answer and I'll respond and send you some information and you know we can schedule a call on Zoom. All you have to do, if you're thinking about partnering with me at eXp Realty or you, know, you just wanna compare it to the situation you have now so that you can make a fully informed decision, uh, you just have to pick up your phone, text me at 703-638-4393. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. If you did, please like it. Give us some comments, leave us a review on iTunes and share it with other real estate agents. We'll see you next time.